Well, there's been a new survey done that shows uh, nearly six in 10 public transit users in Canada say they feel less safe or somewhat less safe while commuting than they did a year ago. 35% of respondents who use public transit say they felt less safe. 23% feel well, somewhat less safe, less safe than, uh, than a year ago. Now, in reacting to this news and some calls to strengthen some rules, Canada's Justice Minister says there's no quick or easy solutions for the recent surge of violence on transit and in the streets of Canadian cities. Uh, cities. We know this is something that Edmonton has been trying to deal with now uh, for quite some time. Now, since lifting of COVID restrictions, Edmonton has, in fact, one of the highest ridership recovery rates in the country. But, as I said, all you have to do is ride transit, go into the LRT stations to know there is much, much more to do. Edmonton City Councillor for Ward he well, he has some ideas and has penned an op-ed in today's Edmonton Journal. Councillor Aaron Paquette, welcome back to the show. Oh. And he just disappeared. So uh, we're going to get into this conversation. I think he just called back here. So, hi, Councillor Paquette. <laughs> hi, I got disconnected right at the right, uh, the wrong or right time, depending on your point of view. <laughs> oh, you got to love technology. Councillor, how are things? How are things on council? Uh, you know, as you're heading into, as we're a month into this new year, what's, uh, what's front and center for you? Oh, wow. Well, things on council are proceeding. We can say that. Front and center for me uh, is the transit issue, uh, safety. You know, this impacts, uh, of course, downtown, but all of the city, and especially my ward as you go up the rail lines. Mm -hmm. And uh, also just, um, you know, one thing that uh, Councillor Nack and I uh, are really passionate about is uh, increasing the snow and ice control budget. I know there's not really much of an appetite for that, mm. uh, trying to keep budgets in check, but boy, I personally think we need it. Well, I think budgets in check at any time are <laughs> a very good thing, and I suspect there's a lot of taxpayers out there uh, that would uh, would agree with that. Councillor Piquet, let's talk about transit. Let's talk about what's happening. You wrote an op-ed in the Edmonton Journal today, kind of taking a look at the issues here. And I have to say, you know, and I, I asked the police chief about this the other day when he was on the on the show. Um, you know, a friend of mine had posted the other day on Facebook a picture of um, one of the LRT stations. She was on her way to work and she was walking through, you know, kind of one of the walkways and there was people sleeping. There was people passed out. There was people uh, openly using drugs. And as she had said, and a number of people agreed with her, she said, it appears the city of Edmonton has given up along with with the uh, city police. Do you believe that the city of Edmonton has given up trying to deal with this issue? I agree that it looks like that. It looks like that to me. Uh, the fact is, uh, though, that uh, this city council hasn't. I don't think administration has. I, there is, seems to be a disconnect here. We have got bylaws that say open air drug use is not allowed, that uh, you can't uh, use a, you know, public facilities for sleeping and things like that. But uh, those things are happening. The question that we have to ask is why. And one of the things that um, may be the case is that perhaps bylaw officers, maybe EPS uh, constables, um, are a little bit reticent to take action. Maybe they just feel like there will be a social pushback uh, on that. I don't know. But the fact is, people using drugs on uh, uh, on the LRT, for example, is not safe for anyone, mm -mm. not even for the people doing the drugs. 
No. And so <laughs> it's already not allowed. Uh, what I think we need to see is the enforcement on that. And, you know, when people hear that, some people might say, oh, but, you know, like what, you're just going to go and, like, strong-arm people and kick people out who have nowhere else to go? We actually have a better approach than that, Julian. Uh, people who are uh, engaged in these activities, they can actually get the help they need. They, they're not just kicked out. They are connected with services who will take them to the facilities or the sites that they actually need to go to to get the help they need. So no one is left high and dry here. It just needs to be enforced. And I guess I'm glad that we've got this chance to have the conversation because if they needed a voice to say, hey, come on, please start enforcing this, here's that voice right now. Well, and, and there's a lot of folks out there, counselor, saying, okay, enough is enough. Yeah, get on it. Get enforcing. Let's do something about this because it's it seems to be at an off the charts level but you say you know it's, it's great that we can have this conversation about it is there does there have to be better communication do you believe um you know from all levels of who's involved with this issue like is there a communication breakdown if the bylaw officers are like oh i'm not sure what i can do or what should i do what can i do uh you know like what yeah on the communication front what's going on yeah let's keep it black and white and that is the bylaw. The bylaw says you can't do any of it. You can't even, Joanne, in the bylaw, you can't even engage in behavior that makes other people yes. feel uncomfortable. That is an actionable offense. Um, and so to me, at least as far as what the law says, there's no reason why we should be having these problems on transit, especially when there are safer and better options for everyone. Okay, then. How do you fix it? Well, things like this. Let's let's talk about it openly. Um, last week on Monday, I met with the city manager. That, on Thursday, I met with uh, our person in charge of transit safety. Today, I met with uh, the person even higher up in the organization and repeated the same message. What are they and, telling uh, you, Councillor? What counselor? I've been assured is that there's going to be action taken. Mm -hmm. So I think that we will actually see a difference beginning. And I thought, is, that, is this... Could this be true? Is this all it takes is that you need a city councillor to say, yeah, you're allowed to do your job? Yeah, maybe, I don't know, does the squeaky wheel or squeaky wheel finally get the oil or what is it, uh, the squeaky, whatever it is, you know, rattling some cage. squeaky wheel get the grease. Now, <laughs> yeah, here's the it. problem. <laughs> here's the problem about that is that I can squeak all we want and we can start moving people around, but that's all we're doing is moving people around because there are actually underlying root causes. Yes. And people don't like to hear this, but here's the fact. It is way cheaper to, and more effective to address the causes of these problems than it is to hack away at the leaves because the leaves are going to keep growing mm -hmm. if you don't address the roots. Yeah, you talk in your op-ed about the need for coordination from all levels of government to to address the the underlying the complex underlying issues of mental health, addictions, and housing. Are we making any headway on that front? Do you believe? Sorry, that was an exasperated sigh, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, I hope so. Here's the fact. Okay, so if if we had a military crisis in this country, would you expect Edmonton City Council to be the ones who take on that responsibility? Of no. course not. Because it is not our level of responsibility according to the three levels of government. The same thing applies to housing, homelessness, mental health, and addictions. And people, you know, they say, oh, you're passing the buck. Oh, I wish we were passing the buck because we would stop. We would just do it. But it is not within our scope of responsibility or ability. Just like the military wouldn't be, this, is, this one is provincial. 
let us take care of potholes. Let us take care of the things that a, munis- a municipality is supposed to be doing. We should not be spending hundreds of millions of dollars, which we are, on housing when it's you're already paying your income tax to the province for them to do it. You shouldn't have to pay your property tax for that. When you take a look at the announcement that was made uh, earlier this week about uh, sheriffs being teamed up with uh, Edmonton police officers in the uh, in the downtown core to have a better presence, maybe to have, you know, build some better relationships, you know, give a, a feeling that uh, maybe uh, the area is uh, is safer than maybe the perceived notion of what it is. Your, your thoughts? Yeah, you yeah, hey. Any any help we'll gladly accept. I mean, we just approved an additional 24 peace officers, mm-hmm. and so you know, 12 from the province. That's nice. We'll we'll take it. Absolutely, no complaints. I got called out on on Twitter yesterday. I was talking to the chief of the Alberta uh, the Alberta sheriffs uh, about this, and there were some questions about whether or not Alberta sheriffs are trained to deal with uh, the mental health aspect of uh, the issues that Edmonton is is facing. And I think there's you know some people who who would question whether EPS um, officers are equipped to deal with that uh, as well. Do you have concerns on on that front? Well, hey, look, isn't it clear that we should have the right roles engaged in the right issues, the right professions dealing with mm-hmm. uh, the right problems? I think so. And so, yeah, it is a question. Is Are these the most appropriate approaches? But it goes back again. It's, it's a circular argument, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Then let's get the right people dealing with the actual roots of the problem so we're not asking people who aren't trained to do a job that is then essentially becomes very difficult, if not impossible, for them to to do the same way that someone who was trained would do it. Councillor Aaron Paquette joining me this afternoon. Councillor Paquette, I think one of the things that, you know, I've heard quite often over the the last year, couple of years, certainly after COVID, uh, was one of the challenges that downtown cores right across North America are facing is that there's a lot of businesses, there's a lot of uh, office space uh, in these areas that don't have the people back in them because people are working hybrid models, they're working from home, all of that sort of thing. The challenge of getting people back down downtown uh, when they're maybe not working downtown anymore um, that's a reality because I think when you have more more people in an area it 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 it, um, it gives people a better feeling as well and I suspect the same thing is on transit right you know the more people that you have on transit it's probably going to feel maybe a little bit better so what do you do on that front right like you can't push people to go back to the office towers you can't push people to go on transit um, but but you know how do you increase ridership how do you get people down there if you like you can't strong arm them no no here's the good news is that Edmonton has the fastest recovery rate of all cities in, in Canada and we're almost back to where we were pre-pandemic so that's the good news the thing is people deserve and should have an expectation of a clean safe and efficient system so that's what we have to work on and uh look um let's be frank if if we don't have the mechanisms in place to deal with these addictions and mental health issues and houselessness issues um we're just going to be pushing the problems around let me give you a quick example of the money savings to if someone gets into the justice system there's that cost if they have an amputation or something like that they go to emergency there's that cost you put them in in uh, incarceration for a year that's a hundred thousand dollars a year plus if you help them get on a path uh that it's safe they've got supportive housing they've got a road to recovery 
that's about forty thousand dollars a year mm-hmm. out to sixty thousand. That is a massive, massive financial savings. So it just makes sense. So you're hoping that the province is uh, paying attention and maybe have read, well, has read, read, has read your op-ed. They should be paying attention. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, like why well, bleed money when you don't have to? Well, and I'm saying uh, paying attention as we're heading into uh, you know a budget, right? <laughs> Well, yeah, and this should be really the conversation. And the problem is I think that we get stuck in these ideological arguments where people just dig their heels in on one way of looking at things. And, boy, that doesn't serve anyone. And you're a great example of that on your show. You invite a whole lot of perspectives, and maybe no one meets in the middle, but they take the best of what they got away, and that's what we should be doing. I mean, got to remember, politicians shouldn't be in service of their politics. They should be in service of the people. In service of their politics. Well, that's uh, it's one way of putting it, but I'm afraid that we certainly see that more and more these days uh, all the time. Councillor Paquette, uh, great talk to you again. Uh, it's been really great to catch up. Thank you for this. Oh, thank you, and you're the best. Thank uh, you so much. Take care. Uh, Councillor Aaron Paquette joining us this, as- uh, this afternoon, uh, Councillor for Ward Denae. You can check out his uh, op-ed in today's Edmonton Journal. And again, you know, rattling the cage is trying to say, okay, you know what, this is not something that the city should be having to handle. The city shouldn't be having to put forward hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars to deal with it when it's actually a provincial issue. The funding uh, falls under the responsibility of the province. It just seems like we just kind of keep chasing our tail round and around and around and sooner or later it has to stop.